Lonzo Ball is deciding, okay, I'm going to get out of Big Baller brand. My money's being embezzled. There's a family member taking my money. I'm done. I'm potentially going to go to Nike. And I think that's the wrong move. Lakers guard Lonzo Ball told ESPN he has severed ties with big baller brand co-founder Alan Foster over concerns about Foster's criminal past and because Foster hasn't adequately accounted for the whereabouts of roughly a million and a half dollars from Ball's personal and business accounts. Foster has been a friend of Lonzo's father, LeVar, for almost a decade. He owns 16% of big baller brand. Lonzo told ESPN that Foster, quote, used his access to my business and personal finances to enrich himself. Lonzo himself owns 51% of big baller brand. Uh, this, this, uh, it created quite a ripple in certain uh, areas of conversation over the weekend. So, uh, Jalen, I'll start with you. I know that you were talking to a lot of people about it this weekend. What is your primary takeaway? Well, this is a unique scenario because you have star athlete gets drafted by his hometown team in the lottery in Lonzo Ball. You have LeVar Ball, who's been one of the most outspoken parents that we've seen in sports and you see them putting themselves in position of ownership as it relates to big baller brand and not going the conventional route of signing a shoe deal. This is something that I actually applaud players considering doing. Now, because their business dealings have fallen out, it's kind of hard to comment on Foster's involvement versus LeVar's involvement and where are we going to go from here. But I don't think that he should regret trying to start his own company where he owns 51 percent you agree ownership is everything i agree with you I, I don't have any issues with the ownership because everybody should try to own their own ip okay i think it comes down to the strategy and the execution of it and the first thing you do is when you start a business there's a vetting process you can hire people to vet the people that you decide to hire the fact that this guy has had previous records for a long time is a major red flag that should have been flagged at the beginning of this whole thing and anyway, after you do that, you hire an independent legal consultant, which his job is to make sure that Lonzo, I also give a lot of, Lonzo needs to have a little bit more responsibility here. I think it's a great lesson for him as well. Because when you want to be your own CEO, you have to be your own CEO. And you can allocate as much time as you do on the court as it is with your business too. And I think LeVar should have been helping him with that. And Sean, you're there in LA. So you've sort of seen this whole LeVar Ball thing go on for a very long time right now. What is your takeaway? Well, I, I'm going to just take off his last comment. Le LeVar, you could have helped him with that. There's a lot of things LeVar could have done that would have been better. LeVar could have helped Leangelo stay in college and make sure that he was on the right track instead of fabricating this idea that, that Leangelo was going to be a first-round draft pick, which he's clearly not. He took LaMelo, who's got a tremendous amount of talent. We don't even know where LaMelo is right now and what opportunities are going to present themselves for him. He's got three really talented kids, three really talented boys. Uh, Lonzo was humble. He was nice, and all my dealings that I ever dealt with him at UCLA, I thought he was outstanding, and every teammate loved him. But to Jay's point is, you look at your dad sometimes and say, okay, dad, are we going to do this? Okay, cool. Who, who, can I trust this guy? Yeah, you can trust but, him. And the answer is no, you couldn't trust him. I'm just going to say one thing, too, and this is, I, I don't know them personally as far as their relationship, but a lot of times I feel like as an athlete, like when you, you go back to who you trust instead of about who's the right business decision for you, because your family happens to be around. I, once again, I give them a lot of credit for trying to do this. 
But I, I think the way LeVar went about it, as far as, I'm not telling anybody how to raise their kids, but it didn't seem like he had all his T's crossed and his I's dotted. This gonna be, it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out because when you're in a position of ownership, just imagine if a player like Zion Williamson decided to start his own shoe brand, okay? So I don't want this to discourage other people from trying it, to your point. Just if you're going to go down that path, make sure you have the right people that's navigating your affairs for you. I, I guess the question I would ask here is, it's one thing to have the right idea. It's another thing entirely not to have any real idea of how to do it. Do it. Exactly. And, well, and, yeah. and so it's all well and good to be braggadocious and all that, to be the dad. Oh, I'm talking about it. But all of a sudden now we're running a business here, and there's no obvious, there's no obvious evidence that they had any idea what they were doing. Stay independent. Okay, so someone took $1.5 million from your company. You own 51% of it. They own 16% or whatever the number is. Figure out a way to buy them out or get them out of the equity. You know, most people will say, well, equity is forever. There has to be some type of negotiation or build another company. Call it something else. Build, build Build another way. But why am I hearing rumblings that now... Lonzo Ball is going to Nike. Well, you know, the, the argument is, you know, they have the infrastructure. They'll pay him good money and everything, you know, everything will work out. He ain't got to worry about nobody stealing anything from him. But he can still do that on his own. Because one person stole money. Now you're just giving up all your independence because of one person. That tells me. That tells me that it's not about this particular incident. It's almost like you're using this incident to to admit failure or admit, well, we're not making the kind of money that we would like to make, you know, from these shoes. And so we're going to give in and do the old way. There may be a potential to to really uh, get a good deal with Nike. I don't think that's the the right move. I think you... You sever ties with the person. You figure out a way to make sure they don't have any more equity in your company or you start another company. You do it better. You stay independent. Stop giving over your likeness, your rights, everything over to other people just because they can cut you a check. Just because they can cut the check doesn't mean you have to take it. That's my concern with this story. I'm, I'm coming from a place of love. A place of love, of understanding the black equity involved in the sneaker business. You have to really look at the major players. You have to look at the major players that are, that are in this space. You got to look at people like Nike. You got to look at people like Adidas. You got to look at, now they're, they're bringing Puma and Converse and uh, uh, who am I missing? Uh, Steph Curry's. Uh, uh, company under armor, not his company, but actually he does own back end equity because he was one of the first people to come over. Since now, if they can offer you equity, then it's, it's part yours. But if they're not offering you equity, they're just offering you a, a, a 10 year shoe contract, but you can't go anywhere else and compete with us type of a situation. That means they own you. They own you during the time where you could be the most profitable as an independent business owner. Stay independent. Stop handing over your soul 
to people just because they were here first. Yes, Nike has the brand. Yes, Nike has the, the leverage. Yes, they have the money. And that's why they were afraid of you. They were afraid of Big Baller brand. They were afraid of it succeeding. They were scared to death. What if this guy takes off, becomes a huge star in L.A., starts selling, you know, $5 million worth of sneakers. He does it on his own, puts out new shoes every couple of years. What if, what, if that, what if that had happened? Nike wouldn't know what to do. They wouldn't, if that happens and then someone like Zion Williamson comes along and the next person and the next person and they all have their own shoes, that's groundbreaking. That's legendary. That's the ultimate black equity in sports. It was going to be a new day. And then this happens. But then... This happening shouldn't lead to, okay, well, now I'm going to side with Nike. What are you talking about? That means you was already going to do it. And you're just trying to find a way. You're trying to find a way to paint the story so then it makes sense of why you're jumping ship. Because you weren't making the kind of money you thought you were. You didn't know what you were doing when it came to shoes. You thought you could just slap your, your, your logo on something and that would be it. And because you didn't fully look at the infrastructure of sneakers, you didn't look at the infrastructure of branding and the infrastructure of of your consumer getting, you know, getting sales direct to them because people were ordering shoes and it took months. Some people still haven't got any shoes. And so now this guy has stolen one point five million dollars worth. Some people haven't got any shoes. The company is a bust. It, it's a it's it's a mess. With all that being said, I love the move. Start your own shoe company. Start your own businesses. Do it yourself. And if it fails, start another one. You don't go running back to Nike. You don't go run back to Adidas. This is, this is a time in history where we can't afford to tuck our, our tail in between our legs and say, well, that didn't work. Well, I guess, I guess it's not meant for it to happen. This is not that time. And it, it, for me, it's disappointing. It, it, this is bigger than Lonzo Ball. This is bigger than sports. You know, if you haven't already, there's that, that movie uh, on Netflix. Is it Flybird? I have to look up the name. And it was talking about, uh, I guess, the number one draft pick or one of the top ten draft picks in this imaginary world in this movie and uh, there being a shutout in the NBA and there was a lot of subtle hints within the movie and I'll I'll find the movie uh, name for you and I'll make sure it's in the description. But as I'm looking at this movie, there's a, there's a couple of books that it mentions uh, in the, in the movie. So I go, I go purchase these books and then I go read. And basically when you start looking at the modern day athlete and the leverage that they have, it is, it is really the most leverage we have in our culture. One of the most leveraged points we have is sports and entertainment. As much as people say we shouldn't be putting so much money into entertainment, uh, the name of the movie is High Flying Bird. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I'm not saying it's the best movie ever, but I'm saying there's some subtle, 
jewels, some subtle gems, a couple of books mentioned that you may want to like study, especially if you're a listener of this podcast. Because if you're a listener of this podcast, that means you actually are studying the full game. You're really looking at your surroundings, your ecosystem, and making sure that you're making the right decisions as a business owner, as an investor. As I'm looking at this high-flying bird movie, and then I'm looking at Lonzo Ball, I'm looking at Zion Williamson, I'm looking at March Madness, I'm looking at the game that's being played, I have to ask myself, why is LeBron James sitting in the corner talking about, yeah, I would fully support Lonzo coming to Nike? All this time... LeBron's been talking about being independent and, and, and doing it your own way and not falling victim to what anybody else is saying. And then he puts out that statement. So that leads me to say he's playing politics. Because he can't say, no, don't sign a Nike. He can't say that publicly. He can't. And it just, you know, if, if I'm a publicist or if I'm working in that space, I can't tell my client, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, ish on Nike. And, and say stay independent. He has to straddle a line. And so I want you to remember this in history. As much as we love LeBron James and the, and the great things that he's done, he's still not able to say all the things he wants to say. There's still, because of corporate partnerships, because of relationships, people's tongues are tied. And people are just, you know, sitting in the corner with their arms folded, pretending like they don't know what's going on. So not everybody who you think is independent is really independent. Because once you start having partnerships with people, then you can't say what you really want to say. At least not publicly. Because you got to protect the brand. And so he's going to leave one brand, he being Alonzo Ball, jump to Nike if he does do this. And for me, it's going to be one of the worst decisions and worst Worst things for the black equity in sports and entertainment. Because we are going towards a place where we can actually have real ownership in that space. It's time. We're all moving towards that. I need Lonzo Ball to get his company together and follow the vision. You've only been here for a year or two. And you're already giving up the vision because one person stole money from you. If you can make one point five million, you can do it again. This isn't about the money. There's a bigger vision involved. And if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. Stay independent. All of you stay independent. Stop giving your soul to companies and brands just because a check is involved. I'm coming from a place of love here. Lonzo, do not sign. If you sign with Nike, you will regret it for the rest of your life. Because when you get rid of Big Baller brand, you are directly diluting yourself and pushing your own image and likeness into the big C of what used to be. The big baller brand helped birth the Junior Basketball Association. Now, now for those who don't understand what that means, 
The Junior Basketball Association is designed as an alternative to the National Collegiate Athletic Association. That's for those who don't understand. That's the NCAA. They are the ones I have been telling you guys about with March Madness, with amateur versus pro. It's the NCAA that's the problem. So when you take down Big Baller Brand, they're the ones who fully fund the Junior Basketball Association. The Junior Basketball Association is an alternative outside of college basketball where where amateur players can actually get paid. It allows high school and junior college players to immediately play professionally. Immediately. From high school. So now, if you take Big Baller Brand and dilute that, it doesn't have the funding to fund Junior Basketball Association. That's why they're afraid of Big Baller Brand. That's why the publicists are all sitting down saying, how do we figure this one out? Now we take down Big Baller Brand, we immediately take down Junior Basketball Association in one shot. In one shot, we could take it all down. And that's what they're doing. And then they're leaking stories saying, yeah, well, he's not going to sign back with them. He's going to Nike. Well, then where will the funding come from for the Junior Basketball Association? That allows people to get paid off their likeness. No, it's not millions and millions of dollars. Being independent doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be the billionaire. But it does mean you're going to be free. It does mean you're going to be free. Stay independent. When you stay independent, you stay free. If you walk over to Nike and do what you're about to do, the whole system crumbles. And that's what they wanted all along. In many ways, the high-flying bird, the whole movie was about Lonzo Ball. And once again, it looks like the establishment wins. What's your reaction to this story? Sad. I'm disappointed. Um, if these allegations are true, that someone in this normally family, someone that, that's close to you, that you trust, although this is guy's not blood-related, but he's almost like family, um, he trusted him. Um, LeVar was supposed to be overlooking this also, but I believe LeVar spread himself too thin. Um, trying to you mean like overseeing it, o- overse- o- yeah. Overseeing yeah, right, everything. Right, right. You right. know, he's trying to get Jello into the NBA. He's yes. trying to get LaMelo to a school. Yep. He's got a water company. Right. He's trying to grow Big Baller. And <clears throat> while you're doing all this, there's someone siphoning money from your elder son. Allegedly. <clears throat> Allegedly. Yeah. And it's just, it's just mm-hmm. sad that this is happening. Um, I'm glad Lonzo is starting to. It looks like he's starting to take ownership of his career. Sure I mean, if, if you take it, his Instagram post at, at face value, yep. he says, "I'm a man now. I'm going to be my man. I'm moving in a different direction." It was reported that the Lakers think that the big ball and shoe might have had something to do with uh, his his. Uh, they his, ask Lonzo, "You think it's the shoe? Did, yeah. It's got to be the shoe." This is what he we was know. Playing in buddies, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that? Yeah, I, I know what buddies are. <laughs> But normally when you start a shoe, there's a lot of R&D that goes into that shoe. 
I don't know how much research and development went into Big Baller brand. I'm just saying. It, 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 skip, did anybody, you get yours? I don't know. Did I you did. ever get them? I did. And? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And? What do you think and? of them? I held them. They look all right, but I got the first. Mo- if I was the first model. Now, if I was a security guard with a flashlight, you know, and I'm trying to make sure they can wear them. They good for that. But that's about it. That's quite an endorsement. But here's the thing. If I'm Lonzo, Skip, do you know this guy's resume? This guy was sentenced to more than seven years pleading guilty to mail fraud and two counts of money laundering, mm-hmm. defrauding 70 investors of $4 million. Mm-hmm. And you put him in charge of the money? Mm-hmm. Come, come on, Skip. A guy got arrested, spent time in prison, for mail fraud and embezzling, yep. and you put him in charge of the money. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. You can't. There's no way. I don't care if it's my brother. My brother go do right. time for stealing money. He can't be in charge of my money. Now somebody else might be fool enough to let him be in charge, but he can't be in charge of mine. So I'm I'm sorry, Lonzo. I hope this is not true. And if it is true, I hope you can recoup everything. Mm-hmm. But Skip, man. man People don't know. People ain't going to do... I lost some money one time. I lost a big chunk of money one time. And I want to put that thing to his head. Mm. <laughs> Real talk, Skip Bayless. But you know what I'm saying? You know what? I go to jail. I'm going to go to jail. Because I'm going to go to jail. I know I'm going to go to jail. And then my kids. My kids were very young then. It wasn't 1.5. It was 500000 Skip. And it's the dude took it. A lot, lot of dudes right. took it. And I, I, I really thought about it. I really did think about it. Friend? No, he wasn't a friend. It's somebody, you know, I trust. Someone, you know, this guy's doing a good job. I mean, at first he was doing a good job. Yeah. Mm. But all good things come to an end. Mm. And uh, I'm glad the discretion was that, you know, I thought about it. But, man, this is 1.5 million is a lot of money. Right. It, first of all, if it's $2, I worked hard to get those $2. And you took my money. Yeah. This is, I'm with you, Shannon. This is sad, number one. We know we this guy Alan Foster's been up here. We've all had you know I've, our VAR's I've been on the show. Him. He comes right. every time with the yeah. Seemed like a nice guy he runs and their social media. So yeah. it was sad when I saw the story and his sure. picture. I was this was just stunned mm-hmm. because you had dealt with this guy, um, and also for all the mistakes that Lavar has made. And there's plenty with all three of his sons. Yeah. I mean, Le- Leangelo should still be at UCLA. Sure. LaMelo should still have college eligibility. Right. You know, if he hadn't gone at, I mean, he's he's done some major, made some major mistakes with those kids. However, you could always say it seemed like he meant well. Yes. And I think he did mean well. And he loved this family. So what I hope, because there's reports that that the the kids have removed the pictures yeah. of his their dad and Big Baller Brand from Instagram. I hope that the family is not estranged. Now, obviously, you got to get rid of Alan Foster, yeah. but hopefully, and the dad. I mean, not looking at the emails you mentioned, putting the guy in charge of the money that was terrible. Not looking at the email from the agent. It, they sent it in October about all the misdeeds financially. Reportedly, LeVar didn't look at it until a week ago. Mm-hmm. So that's horrible. horrible. So I get why they're, if they're mad with their dad, I get it. But hopefully, they will be able to work it out as a family sure. and just be a regular mm-hmm. family. Like the dad, you, you're not involved with my you're business. You're just a dad. You're just a dad. Now, I think, like you said, it's great for Lonzo. 
He hashtagged on Instagram, my own man. I didn't like him putting the number two in the rafters. Just become a legitimate starter okay. first. I you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I think we're going to see the best of Lonzo. Like, whatever that is, whether that's an all-star like Skip may think, or that's just a good starter, whatever, he, I think he's going to get a better trainer. Yes. I think he'll be healthier, whether it's the sneakers or not. I just think we'll see the best of Lonzo going forward. And I would say this, Shannon, and maybe you can relate to it. Sometimes, and I, it's been, I've been a victim, in the black community with the racism historically, and that still goes on today with mass incarceration, with the war on drugs, I know guys that have spent many years in prison. I got some friends that spent many years in yeah. prison. And a lot of times you give them the benefit of the doubt. You want because you may think they may have done something wrong or maybe the system they, you know, caught up with them and they or you think they're rehabilitated. And now I wouldn't have put him in charge of the money like you said. But I've been burned by not I haven't lost money and obviously not to this extent. But I've been disappointed. I trusted some guys that have been in prison that I, I thought they would change their behavior. I thought, you know, and I've ended up disappointed because they didn't act like I thought they would. And so I can understand when LeVar said, I believe the best in people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can understand how he may have known about this guy's background, but still thought this is my man. I can trust him. He wouldn't and do that to me. He was burned. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't do that to us, Skip. While you were being distracted, this was happening. <laughs>